Hi, I'm Joe. And I'm Ricky. And this is Season 4, Episode 11 of the Beer and Broadband Podcast, slated to come out on August 2nd, 2021. And today we're going to do the Red Wine, well, the Cabernet episode anyways. So this is going to be very similar to the way that we did our White Wine episode. The only difference is that we have uh, five wines instead of four, and we're going to try to also guess which one's more expensive than the others. Um, so to start it off, uh, Ricky, if you want to go ahead and start like kind of sure, tasting and giving your notes, um, I'm going to be looking at wine B to begin with. Just smelling it, I get some really, some really, really nice notes off of it. Um, full disclosure, I have had one of the brands before. I've never had the particular kind of wine. So, um, for anybody who doesn't know, a Cabernet is supposed to have more, like, tannic notes. You're supposed to get more of the feel of, uh, of the wood and things like that. It's supposed to be more complex than yeah. things like a Malbec or a Merlot. Yeah, very well known for its, like, tertiary and secondary flavors compared to the primaries. So, which one was that one? All right. Now, moving on to my... So, I've done A and B. I'm moving on to E. We also had a terrible, terrible, awful spill when we first <laughs> came up here. Yeah, we made a joke when carrying the wine up the stairs. Now, this is in the infomercial where we dropped the wine. It's like, how do we clean the red wine out of the carpet? Got upstairs okay, then dropped it while we were, we were uh, dishing it out to, to ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, I still haven't figured out what B is. And this one is C. So, the wines that we're looking at are the Eccentric Cabernet Sauvignon 2019. Santiago Station Cabernet, the Hector Cabernet Sauvignon, the Witching Hour Cabernet Sauvignon, and the Pacific Peak. And they're all under nine. They're all under ten dollars. Like nine ninety nine was the max that I went, but they go from ten down to um, uh, like two fifty. So some of mm -hmm. them are really inexpensive. Um, and I know which I know which is the most inexpensive versus yeah. the more expensive, but I've kind of forgotten. So I'm even going to participate in the guessing uh, <laughs> of how how expensive well, yeah. they are. We've kind of got this set up blind, where it's just glasses with letters on them, and you don't know what letters line up to which bottles. So, and I'm going to read after we've tasted them um, before we kind of go back through and and do whatever. I'm going to read the descriptions. And then we can can kind of go from there. Um, all right. So I've kind of got my, I haven't got my what's most expensive to least expensive. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, I've got most to least. I've got no idea um, 
what any of them actually are in terms of name. So I'm just going to use the same order for that one. I've taken the bold strategy, and I'm not really a big cab fan. So I've said the most expensive is the one that I can tolerate the most. <laughs> now, that might be completely inverse, and we find out what I really like is a bad cab compared to a good one. So Pacific Peak is just as Cabernet Sauvignon. It mm-hmm. is 12.5% ABV. It doesn't have any tasting notes on it, as far as I can tell. So, okay. Um, yeah, if you give me the ABV, I might have a chance. I can just taste for the alcohol. Concentric is an Argentinian uh, cab. Um, it is a peculiar community harboring hip, sophisticated llamas, unhurried cows, and hot-tempered geese. Live strong these, live among these vineyards. Sorry, it's a, mm-hmm. it's hard to read in this light. This may not be the t- uh, typical wildlife that uh, these vineyard uh, that you would expect to find living near vines. These animals have become quite friendly, and with our, I guess they're 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 talking about their animals because they don't have any terroir notes. Um, this one's thirteen percent ABV, so I mean, there's okay. not much of a of a difference there. Oh, sorry for the creaking, guys. And the, the computer making noises. Well, come on. It's not our podcast if there's not a couple of strange there's not, noises. There's not some issues. Yeah, that's, that's very true. Um, I'm going to make that go away. No more noises <laughs> from you, Mr. Computer. All right. So the witching hour. This is the one that I've had before. Well, mm-hmm. not the, the wine itself, the, the type, the label. So the witching hour is a California Cab Sauvignon. Um, it says, uh, one can, can guess, but few know the truth. Some say it is the hour when darkness is most wicked, devil does its deeds, and black magic bespokes your reason. Its powerful dark arts are conjured into the Cabernet uh, Sauvignon, a decent and alluring wine with deep flavors and dark cherry. Uh, and this one is uh, 13.5% ABV. And this is the Hectare, uh, which is our final one. And it is an American. Um, it says lifetime told in uh, 10,000 square meters. And it says, in each glass, excellence is delivered of numerous influences, but none more than that of the land. It is the earth that speaks its history through vine, leaf, and grape, a lifetime untold. And this one is 13% ABV. Okay. Oh, wait. I, I forgot one. You're about to say <laughs> Santiago to say. Station. Uh, Cabernet Sauvignon, the devil's back. Um, legend has it that locals call the mountains near v- Valley Central Vineyards as the devil's back, introducing new fresh wines from Santiago Station, Chile, uh, new, a new devil's treat. And this one is, um, don't see the ABV. It's got to be on here. Um, because it has to be on here. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's some information on the back label. 
No, that's what I read off of. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I just have to be missing it, or it's really tiny somewhere. I don't want you to know that number. Move is low. It's probably... I'm th- I think it's 12% ABV. Um, yeah, 12.5. I found it right here. Okay. It was, it was a tiny, tiny, tiny. Uh, yeah, yeah. they don't advertise it as much, but it's a little bit yeah. lower. It's almost like they think we get it only for the alcohol content. I know I went, uh, what was that? I was getting one of the, like a fortified wine. It was really bragging. It was big letters on that bottle. It was 18%. All right, so n- just not to like make you guys sit there in suspense, we are now doing our, you know, which is the which kind of thing with the uh, the money. So um, I'm uh, saying that um, that uh, I've almost got mine all down. You know, in yep, order, and then I'll have to, well. I have to pull that up to be able to see which one cost what. So I'm gonna go ahead and do that now, so that I can see my uh, my cost. Because um, you know, I I don't I, I didn't prepare this. I didn't I didn't do a good job today. It was it was terrible. <laughs> just terrible. Look, we have little note cards. We're, it was better than last time. Last time we just kept looking under the bottle and guessing. Yep. I put them in order, like A through D. All right, I've got mine. I'm, I'm locked in. Final answer. All right, I'm just pulling this up for the uh, for me to be able to like do all the sign-ins and stuff. I still haven't gotten my um, my numbers. Um, so. Problem is, I feel like I have a lot to live up for because the last time I did really well. Yeah. <laughs> and this time I've got no idea. I have nothing about caps. You know, I based my entire one last time on like, well, what do I think each country would like the most? Just guessing off a of flavor profile. But, real, I mean, realistically, none of these wines were bad, which surprised me because the only other cap I've had was like a $30, $40 bottle at like a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Floored me. I took one sip and was like, people like this. <laughs> I think I was out with Felicia, and Felicia ordered it, and she was like, I love these. I was like, this does not taste edible. Like, if I ate something in the wild like this, I would say, oh, no, rush me into an ambulance. This is, this is I've not eaten good. poison. Um, but these were actually all not that bad. Okay, so um, let's start with which one you think is which. And I'll, I'll, okay. um, I'll, I already have mine written in, so um, let's start with the Pacific Point. Pacific okay. Peak. So I said Pacific Peak was letter c it is letter e okay and how much do you think that the pacific peak costs in in all honesty i'm happy with it being e because i have a couple of these where i put little arrows and you'd be either one and that was my other one oh cool so uh i said whether that's pacific peak i said that was the most expensive it was two dollars and 97 cents 
Really? Was that the least expensive? That was the least expensive. Okay, then see exactly what I said. I really messed this up. <laughs> I don't like ex- the more expensive, expensive one. Because I ranked it purely on which one I liked the most. That one was my favorite. Okay, so uh, let's go for the hectare. Okay, the hectare I said was A. Was A, and it is B. So, so far I've gotten okay. everything wrong too. I said that Pacific Peak was A, and the hectare was E. Okay. Uh, so, like, I guessed that it was in, they're in the same price range, though. Gotcha. So, what did you say that this was as far as Okay, in terms cost? of price, I'm sorry, which one is that again? The hectare. So, the hectare. Mm-hmm. That was A. So, I said that was second to cheapest, which now with my revised mindset that I like cheap ones, maybe that's second to most expensive. <laughs> Well, so I put dollar signs on, and I got I got uh, Pacific Peak and Hectare right, but that might have just been me remembering oh, like, okay. what they were. So, um, oh yeah, where was it then? Where was the Hector in terms of scale? It's, it's the second. It's the second most. It's the second least expensive. Second least expensive. Okay. So it's the same price as the. Okay, the, so like, hey, I got that Pacific one right. Peak. I mean, myself a little star. So. <laughs> All right, so we got the uh, the is that that's a D. Yeah, that's a D for the um, concentric. Um, concentric. Yeah. Okay, I said that was B, so I messed that one up. Or is that S- 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 S-centric? I'm sorry. It's S-centric, but it's the same. It's the one we've been calling the concentric. Okay. It's the, the Argentinian wine. Yeah, yeah. Eccentric. Um, that's D, and I got that one wrong. Um, and let's so see. Concentric was D. I said that was B. So I said that one was middle of the road. That was the middle guy. That one is ten dollars. It was nine ninety nine for it. Okay, where does that put it? Most? That, that, is, that is the most expensive. Most expensive. Okay, which that kind of makes sense because it's imported. There's extra little costs there. Yeah. Well, this one's not, and it's the same cost. Oh, um, okay. Yeah, it's nine ninety nine. Okay, so two of them share. Gotcha. Yeah, it is C, and so I've gotten every single one of these wrong so far. <laughs> um, terrible, Joe. Um, but, uh, so the, the thing is for the most part, uh, I got the price points right, except for one. Mm-hmm. I just didn't get the, uh, which one was which, but that yeah. goes to show you that they all share such close fa- really flavor do. profiles. It's hard to tell. And what letter was that one? This one was C. And that was the, the witching hour. Witching hour. Okay. And then finally, uh, we have a, which is the. Santiago Station, um, and that one is uh, four ninety nine. Okay, and where in that in the ranking is it? Uh, in my head, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm like, what's the cheapest, second cheapest? It's the cheapest? it's the middle. It's the complete middle. Complete middle. So the two okay. most expensive are the Witching Hour, and the um, okay the the con- the eccentric concentric that we keep saying, mm-hmm. and then the Santiago is the middle. And the other two, the Pacific Peak and the um, Hectare, are the two cheapest. Okay. All right, so I got two of the price ones right. That's not too bad. Got none of the names right, just like you. But I guess I think here's the thing that was most interesting for me. Like, when we got the three of the four Rieslings, they were all incredibly distinct. Like, once you knew what them were, you could never mix them up. Um, At least for me, not so much with these. They all had very similar flavor profiles. They were all slightly different. Which is how I was, and especially like in terms of smoothness. That's why I was asking for the ABVs because that's how I ranked what I thought was what in terms of which one. 
like lining up the lower ABV to how smooth I thought they were, which obviously didn't work at all because I got every single one of the names wrong. Right. But uh, but that's really the only thing that stuck out to me in terms of the different flavors. Now, there, there is one thing that I think could, could possibly influence this. A lot of wines that are from big retailers, um, just like, you know, beers are by the same uh, distributor. Mm. The wines will also be by the same distributor, and they are also – well, I, I just covered my mouth. If you guys didn't notice that, I just, like, stuck my hand over <laughs> my mouth just like I'm doing right now. Uh, but the, the wines are by the same distributor, and those wines ultimately end up being the same wine, just rebottled and relabeled. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I was not aware of that. Yeah, okay. so, so, so it is possible that some of these are the same wine. They're just by a vineyard from mm. a by a big distributor that owns a vineyard down in like some place. Gotcha. Um, yeah, They're, they get relabeled, rebranded for different retail areas. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, but and and they might make their way to your retail area. Yeah, so, yeah. So that that could be it. Um, I I tried to pick ones that I didn't think that was the case. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know I could have been wrong. That could be why some of them taste so similar. There are distinct flavors that I can pick up between them. They're subtle. Yeah. They're not as like. You know, yeah, it's not as in your face as like the Rieslings were. They're yeah. all like a little bit different. But I can say this: unlike the Rieslings, where I had like two that was like, okay, I like these. These other two, mm, I wouldn't drink those. I could drink any of these. Right. Even the one in my like least favorite slot, I would not turn away if it was like poured into a glass for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I I feel the same way. Um, like I, as much as, as much as I I. I want this to to be like these drastically different things, mm-hmm. and like, don't buy this one. I I mean for two ninety for two dollars and ninety seven cents, yeah. I would buy Pacific Peak all day long. Yeah, I mean in all honesty, Pacific Peak was my favorite. It got my number one slot, and it was the cheapest one. Yeah. So maybe there's something to be said. Well, I mean cheap cheap wine doesn't mean bad wine. Well, yeah, I'm just wondering how did they do it that cheap? Because I buy so I don't I generally don't buy wine that's more than like 10 15 bucks at max but in a lot of other wine styles that i really like like moscatos it's hard to find a moscato for less than like nine or ten dollars you can find them you can but i've just i have a hard time finding one that i can still then drink yes that's true the Um, white wines are they require more to be able to make them palatable yeah at, at that level yeah so you know for for the cheapest one to be my favorite one I think that just made my life a little bit easier, <laughs> especially because my wife probably wouldn't drink it. I could just keep a bottle in the fridge for myself, you know, buy one once a week because I don't drink that much wine. And boom, that's a whole week's worth of wine for me for like three bucks. Yeah. Well, I'm probably going to send one or two of these home with you so you can take the, oh, yeah, that's a good the cheap point. ones that extra. you would like. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Well, I don't think we're going to get to all of the other um, topics that we had today, but I do think we should talk about Windows 11. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I've already been, even though I have computers that have Windows on them, mm-hmm. my gaming computers, I've already pretty much been, like, all of my computers run, like, Pop! OS that yeah. are, like, my personal computers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it's just Pop! OS because I like, like, Ubuntu. I'm probably, if I can spin it where, like, all of my games work, because I don't play any, like, online mm-hmm. competitive games or stuff like that. And I only have to have one Windows install in my house. That's probably all I'm going to do. I might even put that like on a separate VLAN. Because like as much as Windows 11 is, it has some interesting things, mm-hmm. it's still like they're up in their game on like collecting stuff. And, and like, I, 
I have enough things in my life that are trying to mine my data. Yeah. I don't need an additional thing to do that. Mm-hmm. And I, it also feels like they're taking like a very Apple-y sort of direction mm-hmm. with Windows 11. Which, you know, some people love that. Some people don't. Uh, but I get what you mean. Um, the only computers I have in my house that run Windows anymore is my gaming computer, just because I play a lot of games on it, my wife's laptop, and then like my work stuff. The few personal machines I have for just like playing with, they're also on top of it. Yeah. I really liked that when I got it on that Nook that you got for work a while back. Yeah, yeah. That I mean, that makes a uh, Pop OS is just an amazing operating system, and the new the new versions of it, while stylistically Pop OS and Windows 11 kind of look similar, mm-hmm. uh, not because I th- I mean Pop OS just came out, Windows 11 hasn't come out, so they clearly weren't developing. Yeah, but yeah. The, like Windows is mimicking more like a um, the direction that GNOME and um, the, uh, the the desktop you know. Uh, version of gnome that that mm-hmm. um pop os is using um that that kind of skin it's mimicking that a little bit more than uh yeah i can see around. that take on it having seen the the pictures of the various little leaks for windows 11 yeah well i mean it's it th- there are people that are installing it you can actually like download it and get on the insider program now if you want oh, okay. to install it yeah i wasn't aware they were doing an insider program yeah but i know it, yeah. it comes out in like october or something like that right yeah Officially. it does yeah, and it's probably going to be well. You can get a free update and stuff like that. And I, I, I don't really care about the T two chip and the TPMs mm. and all that other stuff because most most things are like BIOS driven or something like that. You can you can get your computer to update even a desktop to Windows eleven. Um, it's more the um, the the just privacy concerns that I have. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because they did say it's it's a free update. Because they said a while back with Windows 10, there there wasn't going to be Windows 11. Yeah. That's why I kind of it made me laugh when they announced it. It was just, we're just going to keep making updates to Windows 10. But that's really all this is. It is just a pretty substantial update to Windows 10. I think their marketing par- department was like, yeah, but let's just call that Windows 11. Well, it's a, it's a substantial update to Windows 10, but there are some, you know, like... The, software wise there are some reasons to call it a new version because it doesn't have some backward compatibility functions with windows 10 and the That's tpm true. i mean if uh chip and stuff like that if they hadn't announced there was never going to be a windows 11 and they were just going to keep updating <clears throat> windows 10 yeah. i would agree with you i'd say there's enough that okay this is this is 11 but it just kind of made me laugh a little bit when i saw that well apple did the same thing um, they said they were never going to have anything other than os x mm-hmm. and now it's you know os 11 yeah, of course, I think Microsoft said it first. No, Apple said it first. Really? Yeah. Okay, I thought that came out like a year or two afterwards. When, when or maybe I'm thinking of their uh, their mobile OS. They tried to do the same thing with, saying they weren't going to, Yeah. it was just going to be this version. And, 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 like the, and then they upgraded something. to 13 and 14 mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I mean, that they, they've just essentially gotten away from that. They, I mean, they, there's there's just no getting around it. People are going to do that stuff. They want you to buy new versions of their software. Yeah. So yeah, that's what I said. I think like marketing grabbed it because it's way easier. I think you know, especially the lower end machines that they try and sell that don't really have a lot in the way of like, you know, hardware overhead. You know, these like two three hundred dollar laptops you like Best Buy and stuff to slap on a Windows Eleven sticker. I think that gets more people up there. Yeah, I, I can agree with that. All right, well, I think that's going to be the end of this episode. So this was Season 4, Episode 11 of the Beer and Broadband Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Um, We have kind of started back up our Patreon again. So if you guys want to uh, 
invest some in the podcast, get us some better equipment for recording or something like that. We'll be happy to do that uh, as a community. Would love to hear any feedback you have on anything that we talked about today. And maybe you should go out to your local Total Wine, if you have one in your area, and try some of these wines. They were all pretty good. Yeah. I can't say anything bad about any of them. Oh, yeah. I drink any one of them. All right. Well, thank you, guys. We'll catch you later. Have a good one.